3: Yo, 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 yo,
4: yo, 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 yo,
5: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, TZ Envy. Charlamine, the God. Peace to the planet. is Tuesday. Toronto. Good morning. What's happening now, though? How you What's up, guys? Your phone keeps breaking up. You keep cutting in and out this morning. Oh. What a way, what a way to morning. start the show. Yeah. You all sound the same way. Yeah. So maybe it's, yes. uh... No, you sound
6: fine. MP sounds fine.
5: Oh. Uh, sound like it's breaking in and out, like it's chopping in and out. But anyway, good morning, guys. What you guys did yesterday. Anything? Anything entertaining? Anything fun? I know you, you're out in Mexico.
6: Yes, I'm in Playa del Carmen. Um, What I do yesterday, I actually had to work all day yesterday. This is a working trip, so I didn't even go outside in the sun at all. So I just was in my suite working. and. I seen a picture of you you out on the the deck. Yeah, that was from the day before.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, On boohoo to you, you got to work where it's nice by the beach. boo I'll
6: tell you, it's been more inspirational for me because I've been home for so long Mm -hmm. that... This actually has been making me feel more productive, like to be able to be here uh, in a different environment where it's sunny out and to go out on the balcony and all of that and be able to just take care of things. has made me feel a little bit more productive.
5: Gotcha. Okay. Well, today T.I. will be joining us. We'll kick it with T.I. Troubleman31, Clifford mm-hmm. Harris. Uh, I like I like what Tip is doing.
7: Um, it's in the same vein as uh, billionaire Robert Smith. Billionaire Robert Smith has his... 2 percent plan where he wants um, corporations to give up two percent of their net income to 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 uh, black banks you know um, just 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 things in the black community he wants to give, wants them to give up two percent of their net income every every year for the next 10 years and right. that TI is taking it a step further because he wants 10 percent from corporations that have absolutely benefited from the slave trade right and so he's after Lords of London right now. That's I, I, right. I, I, we can have Ti on to explain that, plus a plus a whole host of other things. Mm-hmm. You know, Ti is a podcast host now. He's
5: a media personality. He he can talk about a range of things. Yeah, so we'll we'll kick it with Ti in a little bit. All right, well let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about, ye?
6: Um, there's a lot going on back in New Jersey. We'll talk about a lawyer who has been identified as the shooter who killed a judge, Estesalus' son, not the judge, but killed her son and then also shot, and her husband is in critical condition in the hospital.
5: All right, we'll get into it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's- morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The it's- Breakfast Club. Good morning. We,
7: we, we don't talk the fact that we play that song...
5: Um, the same time every morning it seems
7: like, but it's the number one song in the country. It is, baby, and a Roddy Rich, rock star. So,
5: we do play, play that song, yeah. Every, Charlamagne's every, cutting,
6: in We're out. cutting in and out, bro.
5: You can hear every other word you say. Well, maybe that's the way he wants it. Maybe I'm gonna say something crazy. <laughs> All right, well, let's get in some front page news. Where we starting? Ye.
6: Well, let's take it to St. Louis first. A couple aimed guns at protesters that were marching past their home. This was in St. Louis. And now they are being charged. Lawyers Mark McCloskey, 61, and Patricia McCloskey, she's 63. They said that they were defending their home on a private street in an upscale neighborhood from a crowd that was marching to the mayor's house to protest racial injustice. It was a peaceful march, and this video and photographs. They're outside holding a rifle and a pistol as marchers are going past their house. Nobody was bothering them uh they're saying that they were legally defending their home and people who felt that they were menacing peaceful protesters so they said that the protests are over racial injustice are a concerted effort to destroy our way of life to change the fundamental social contract do away with capitalist democracy and replace it with mob rule so he said we're not going to apologize for what is right I didn't
5: i wonder what go ahead
7: I said, I wonder how I feel about that, though. Because, that? you know, you, you, if I put myself in their shoes and you're in your house and you see protesters
5: walking on your lawn or in your yard or they're around your house, what would you do? Yeah, but but you don't point it at the protesters. Nobody's uh, going into their house. I mean, how many times as a kid you walked on somebody's lawn? How many times have you done something on somebody's lawn? But they didn't, you know, it wasn't no threatening manner. You know, the, the whole thing with a pistol and... and Making sure that nobody hurts you is is totally different than being an aggressor. They weren't but defending themselves. Are, it
6: looked, it yeah, looked like it, they were walking past their house. Though I don't know if they, it was a, they're in a gated community, but the gate was open when the protesters walked through, and they were peacefully protesting.
7: Yes, and and most of the protesters are peacefully protesting, but the media doesn't show you that. There was a, there was a, a months and at least at least thirty days straight where the media showed you the worst of the protests, They showed you people's buildings getting on fire and people's mm-hmm. buildings getting vandalized and damaged. So I think that has stuck in a lot of people's heads. And when you're telling these folks that, hey, these BLM protesters are violent and they're going to damage your property, I can see why people would be
5: on edge and and, 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 and grab their pistols. Yeah, but Because you know, the media reinforced that narrative. But you're supposed to be defending yourself, right? And, and and you can walk outside with your pistol or walk outside with your gun, but then when you start pointing at people, now that changes the narrative. That changes the narrative Listen, totally. I,
7: I agree they wholeheartedly. They happen.
5: I'm just saying I can, see,
7: uh, I can see both sides. I can see why they would react the way they would react.
6: Well, they're saying it is illegal to wave weapons in a threatening manner at those participating in nonviolent protests.
5: And then the governor say that if they do get arrested, he's going to pardon them or something?
6: Yeah, the governor doesn't agree with this. If they're charged, he said, I think that's exactly what would happen, that he would likely pardon them. But I think it's just a summons uh, situation. Mm-hmm. So. Even though they could face potential charges, it seems like they'll just have to pay a summons or, you know, and they they consider this a low-level crime. Hmm. All right, now uh, let's go to what happened in New Jersey. Judge Salas, who serves on the federal bench in New Jersey, uh, her son was fatally shot, and her husband is in critical condition but stable condition in the hospital. And the suspect was a white man who wore a face covering and a FedEx uniform, according to law enforcement sources, and he used an ordinary car to make a getaway. That suspect has now been identified as Roy Den Hollander. He's a Manhattan lawyer and self-described anti-feminist, according to multiple law enforcement. His body was discovered in a car by a municipal employee in the town of Rockland, New York. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to sources. A FedEx package that was addressed to uh, Judge Silas was also discovered in the car. So they said at about 5 p.m. he knocked at the door to the family's home in North Brunswick. Uh, Daniel, who is the son, answered the door. He was shot first, and then his father was also shot.
7: Now, what Netflix show is, is, is this from? That sounds like something that you see on a, a TV show. Who wrote that script? Like, that's old school. Somebody pulls up to your crib, dressed like somebody else, and shoots you, then kills himself? Like, who was that person trying to silence? What message were they trying to send? Like, what was that about? Do they know?
6: Mm-hmm. Um, He did actually have a case before her uh, previously, and that case, he actually was removed from that case, so he never finished that one out, but... I'm not really sure, you know, what this was about. He actually was uh, considered himself anti feminist. He had previously sued nightclubs in Manhattan for favoring women by offering ladies' night discounts. He sued the federal government what? over a law that protects women from violence. He sued Columbia University for offering women's studies courses. He said the school was using government aid to teach a religious belief system called feminism.
7: Yo, to sue somebody over ladies' night is hilarious. Know <laughs> <it's, laughs> as us men could have been had a bunch of us men could have had that lawsuit. I you never know. hear no men free before no time. Not ain't at no all. ain't no men's night. No. Okay. Well, no, you're the not going to lawsuit, the right clubs. Man, is funny. <laughs> that is true. You're not going <laughs> yes. to the right clubs. Drums. Drums. yeah you you did you at your clubs today at night? They
5: have what? free, free, men before free 12,
2: like 12. Like I, I don't, I just show up in DJ, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm oh, not sure. How just show up in DJ. All
7: right. Yeah. Now you, now you're know particular. So you don't know any details now, huh? I, I know nothing. I just show up
5: and play music. Whatever. All right. <laughs> well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 585 If you need to vent, hit us up now It's the breakfast club. Good morning.
0: The breakfast club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad, or black. Say it with
3: your chest.
0: We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
5: So if you got something on your mind, let it
0: out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. How y'all doing? Chandelier, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Well, first off, Envy, I just want to say my gel shorts came in yesterday. So I'm going to ch- I'm gonna test them out hey. today. You yeah. yeah, what? is so, so cute. Uh, your gel shorts. Cute. Bro, it's going to change your life. Trust me. When I say man, trust
5: weird. me, now you might look a little funny. Your boys might make fun of you. Don't worry about it. It will save your ass, literally. I love jail oh. shorts. Sound so close to jail shorts.
0: There you go. And then what Spork. I wanted to say is uh, that situation you had with that white guy, man, I had a similar situation, but they was a uh, Dude was standing over, like I was about to go drop my son off before I rode my bike, and dude was standing over a, a female... Uh, and on the front yard, and she was holding her hands up, so I was confused, like, what is going on? So I rolled by like four times, but then I hear her saying, stop, stop, and it looked like she was crying, so I rolled by, and uh, then he walked away, and she followed him, so I'm like, should I call the cops? And then I'm like, nah, so uh, later on, a couple hours later, I went back to my parents, and my mom was like, man, I recorded this dude beating on a chick. And I was like, did he have dreads? And, she, and uh, the chick had blue on, and she was like, yep. And I was like, damn. I felt kind of bad. But then my mom was saying he was like, well, she—he was screaming at her saying you was effing on my brother. But I felt bad because I probably could have prevented it. But then, then again, I was just like, man, I don't want to get in that situation, and the cops think it's me because I got dreads. He got dreads. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of kind of tough, bro. Like when a situation happens. Let me ask you a question. Like
7: you black, right? Uh uh-huh. You are black, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. You said the n you, you said the word like a white man. I'm not gonna lie to you.
6: So you didn't call the cops I mean, or anything. I'm trying to I'm trying to be better, man,
0: and not use
7: man. Yeah, because you said it, you said it like a white man. You said it like you you said it like you didn't really want to say it, but it flowed out of your t- it flowed out of your mouth so fluently. It didn't sound
5: sound right. Well, chandelier, you know, enjoy the jail shorts, brother. Change your life. I'm gonna do a man, big that, ride, like a big. That ride. just hurt
6: my heart. What would you do if you saw a man beating on a woman?
5: That you gotta stop. That you that, to that, that, yeah, you gotta, yeah, that you gotta you, you gotta stop that. You you gotta stop that, that. one. You intervene. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. Good Come morning. Good Hello.
8: Morning.
4: Who's this? Hey, hey, this is
5: Chris. What's up, Chris? Get it off your chest.
8: Yeah, um, i I want to just say I'm a I'm a listener, and I've always been trying to call to get you guys. A, this is my first time get you. So, e. Thank you, King. I have a, I have a situation. Uh, My girlfriend, right? I have a friend that I know, and I met him, meet my girlfriend. But he's been calling her and texting her. What? So it's been been bothering me because I went in her phone that I shouldn't do, and there was a text like he was trying to, you know, talk to my girl. But it has been bothering me so much, you know, I don't know what to do. So
6: you still consider this person your friend?
8: No, I stopped talking to him because... He's trying to call my, 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 my wife early in the morning and stuff, and I talk to her, and she just says, like, he's just a friend, Chris. You know, we've been together, like, 21 years.
6: But right oh, now, no, that's ridiculous. There. You need she, you need to tell her, A, I saw what he sent to you. I don't like the conversations that y'all have, and you don't need to be speaking to him, and I don't even understand why would you entertain this, and he needs to be cut off, but you need to let her know we've been together 21 years, and we're not entertaining that as a unit.
8: Street, that's you know, true, but that sometimes we're there in the bed and it's like, you know, she's not there because I'm not, I'm not feeling that vibe that we had because it's just killing me. And then she's like screaming in her call. You know, sometimes you, she takes her phone to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, that's oh, not
6: well,
5: hold good. On, hold, hold on one second, second. Sounds like
6: they need to work on their relationship.
5: I'm going to put you on hold so you can chop it up with you.
6: Right.
5: Right. Be safe with the navigation on. Get it off Mm -hmm. your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Zach. Zach, get it off your chest. Yeah man, I just wanna let you know that uh that judge that got shot out there, by the FedEx driver, she was a judge on the Epstein case. Oh, so you think it has
6: something to do with that? Oh, it absolutely does. You can look up her case file. She's currently on that case or was.
7: Yeah, I heard that that she uh she got put on there but like the four judge, weeks ago.
6: The judge didn't get yes, shot
4: sir. though. Yeah, but yeah, that's, she was a judge. Esther
6: also she's a judge. No, no, I'm saying that the judge isn't the one who got shot. It's yeah, her but husband you sent a message and her to her. Son, right. yeah. Right. Yeah,
7: he sent a just to be clear. He sent, a, he, sent a message, he sent a message to her to shoot her by shooting her son and her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be something hey, to man, this I
0: just want to say, man, I, I usually don't typically agree with much you say, but, uh, I mean, I listen anyway to hear the outside opinion. But, man, I really appreciate you looking at both sides of the coin this morning. I mean, they are absolutely wrong for pointing those guns at those people. But the, uh, the pictures I saw, they, they pulled down that gate to come down into the neighborhood, so... I mean, you know, it's just... An no, they said, the no they said the gate was open.
6: They said the gate was open, according right. to video and surveillance there, footage. But they didn't pull it down.
5: They gate down that day. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you, sir.
4: Hey, good morning. Yeah, get it off your morning. chest. I don't understand how come these Republican governors, with all this going on, they want to send these kids to school. It doesn't make any sense.
7: Has this world made sense to you the past four years?
4: It definitely doesn't. I, I know one that We need to get out and vote these uh, Trump out of office because it makes no sense. To send these kids. I'm not sending my son to school until it's straight down. And I live here
5: in New York. Yeah, but you know what other oh, communities, be- I was I was um I was out yesterday and a lot of other communities have opened it up and they are allowing their kids to school. I'm with you. I don't think I'm gonna let my kids go to school. Um, but you also gotta understand if, if you don't allow your kids to go to school and they're not offering virtual classes, you have to be the teacher or your wife has to be the teacher. And you gotta go back to first and second grade to really go back to teach these kids how to do math problems and how to to do different things. Do you remember all that stuff? Because I know, that I'm new, sitting here like, uh, I'm confused. That new math oh, I is hard. Whoa. <laughs> I, oh, I definitely
4: don't. Uh-uh. No, I definitely
3: don't. But <laughs> what,
5: can, what would it, make it you can be feel comfortable?
4: comfortable? Can't can, can kids, be, kids be homeschooled, though, as far as um, through the school system where they get the classes on? You know what I'm saying? No,
7: huh? they're not offering that. At least in Jersey, they're not.
4: Mm-mm. uh Okay. Okay, okay. Well, what I, would, I, I, what I, would I, make I you feel comfortable? I I don't think nothing will make me feel comfortable. No, I mean, if one kid get it, one kid get it, they're all gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm never gonna feel
5: comfortable, you know, right? I even thought about putting my kids, I wanted to put my kids in camp, it's a smaller camp, but at least they can, you know, be with their friends, they can start to get out the house a little bit. My wife looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, it's a small camp, it's not that many kids we know. She was like, no, so
4: I know Camp Casey here, brother. I live in Greenberg and they have summer camps. And so far, everything's been good. But uh, I'm just worried about the school, you know, opening up the schools in right. September here in New York, you know. Who watches uh, your
6: kids during the day if they're at home and you have to work? Well, well, well my son is 17. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're older.
4: Yeah. And Angela, you met my son years okay. ago. You was a judge at a, a singing uh, contest at the Milk River, and you gave some great advice. If you go to my page, Mr. Leak 55 you can see the picture of him, and you you were at the Milk River. And he was, okay, I think he I'll was take like a nine, look. He was 9 to 10. And I'm Charlemagne. Yes, sir. So you always say you want to give everybody a platform. Can you do me a favor? Or, or you, Envy and Ezra, check out his video on YouTube. It's called Make It. It's a, it's a uh, it? powerful What's message. What's his name? My name is, his, oh, his name is K.J. Leak, L-E-A-K. Okay. K.J. Oh, Leak. And, Envy, please, it can all three of you just leave a comment. And if, uh, I really appreciate it. It's a great video about the Black Lives Movement. Please check it out. Please. All right, if brother. I make
5: it. Yes, sir. Have a good one.
4: Get it off your chest.
5: 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way, E.
6: Yes, and a congratulations is in order, man. There's been so many things happening, and I'm happy to give you all some good news.
5: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Elon Musk. Listen up. It's
1: just in. All the gossip. 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 The rumor report. Gossip. gossip. With Angela, Angela
6: Yee it's the rumor
2: report the
6: breakfast club well elon musk is now the fifth richest person in the world his net worth is 74.2 billion dollars and he just added uh five billion dollars to his net worth on monday just because of tesla's stock so just a few weeks ago he was number 20 on the global rankings now he's number five
5: yeah you know i I think tesla is, is a great vehicle um I had my doubts early on, and it seems like the it, it, they're doing real well. The cars are holding up. People really enjoy the cars, and they're saving a lot of money and helping the environment. I want to tell them congratulations, but does he need it? Yeah, and then they, you know, then not only that, they have the um, what is that thing called that they they're doing on, on the houses now? The solar energy that they're doing on the houses and all the other buildings. They said those solar panels are really selling like crazy. Where they don't look as ugly as some of the other solar, solar panels. What they're doing is they're taking the tiles and shingles off your house and putting the solar panels there so the, the shingles are actually a solar panel so it doesn't look as awkward as some of those other houses. So, yeah, I right. get it. Congrats to him.
6: All right. Now, congrats to Nicki Minaj. She is pregnant. And she made now, her announcement. She posted, she posted a picture of herself and her pregnant belly. And this hashtag was hashtag preggers.
7: Now, that I can say wholeheartedly congratulations, too. Drop on the clues, bombs for Nicki
5: Minaj. Congrats to Nikki.
6: She posted another picture and she wrote, love, marriage, baby, carriage, overflowing with excitement and gratitude. Thank you all for the well wishes.
7: Yeah, It feels like, um, you know, Nikki has always known what it is she's wanted to do in that space. Like, it seems like she's always wanted to be a mother. She's always want to be married. So I'm happy that she's happy. Salute to mm-hmm. Nikki Menage.
6: Yeah, so congrats. She really kept that under wraps for a while. She did the video with Takashi, and everybody was saying she looks pregnant. But you know, you never want to say that about somebody, and turns out she is.
7: And how much of a snitch is, is Takashi69 not? Because he clearly knew that she was pregnant, but didn't say anything.
6: Now, we don't know that he, he, he knew hold. that. She might not have he told him. Hold.
5: He can't hold a little water. <laughs> Shut up, man. We don't know if he even knew.
6: All right. And in more good news Tamar Braxton is awake and alert. And has been moved to another hospital. So, prayers for Tamar Braxton mm-hmm. after her suicide attempt. She was found unresponsive at her house in LA on Thursday night. Her boyfriend is the person that called 911. She was rushed to the hospital, having overdosed on prescription medication. They actually have released the 911 call. This is her boyfriend, David at a, at a uh
8: My girlfriend is not responding.
3: Are you with her right now? Yes.
8: She's, yeah. She's not awake. Okay. She's Can you wake dead her dead. up? Try to wake her up. I'm speaking, uh She has a little bit of her eye open. All right, sir. Like I said, we're on the way. Um, I'm gonna stay on the line with you. Okay. To- uh, she's been drinking. It's uh, like a half uh, uh, <clears> open. <throat> she's on medication for depression.
4: I don't know how much. She sent a letter earlier. She, anyway, just ask him to hurry.
7: Jesus Christ. I, I'm Man. one of those humans that si- I simply don't want to hear everything. I don't need to hear everything. I don't need to see mm-hmm. everything. I understand we in the age of transparency, but sometimes all we doing is sharing trauma. And all I heard is that brother right there going through a traumatic experience. I did not yeah. need to hear that. Right, said, and he Are also you ever truly free. He said,
4: "Are you ever truly uh, oh,
6: free?" Here and here, that part is right here.
0: She was very angry earlier
4: on. She has trouble with the network. She's just a company she's working with, and they did some things today. And she no 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 way this before. I hope she, I hope this is not I a mean, huge f- network
0: and it's come to this at what point are you really free
5: and I don't understand how they're able to release those 911 calls like it just it seems like that should be against the law unless you have to use it in a court case or something like all these people are calling with this drama and they're having problems and I don't think they should be able to release those 911 calls
7: It sounds like a violation of privacy only because it is usually such a traumatic experience and nobody should have to relive that by by hearing that over and over, especially in But, you know, like literally the brother said at the end, are you ever truly free? As a black person in America, no, you are not. That is a fact. That's what Kanye was trying to tell you all the other day. But He's not the best communicator, so it came out stupid.
6: Well, let's... Keep our prayers up for Tamar. She's been visited in the hospital by her sisters, Tawanda, Trina, and Tracy. And Tiny has been there, uh, Viola Davis, Nene Leakes, Claudia Jordan. All of them have showed their support online. So,
5: All
3: right.
5: <sighs> all I'm Angela well, Yee,
6: and that is your rumor report.
5: Now, we got front-page news coming up. What are we talking about?
6: You know what? Let's do some coronavirus updates.
5: All right. We'll get into that when we come back. And don't forget, next hour, Ti will be joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee?
6: Well, let's start with coronavirus. The NBA says there's been no new positive COVID nineteen test results since July thirteenth. So the three hundred and forty six players that have been tested since then, there have been no positive results.
5: I mean, they live in a bubble. It and shouldn't Russell- be any positive notes, right? If, if, if positive uh, results. If everybody's in that bubble and everybody's been getting tested before they get in the bubble, they shouldn't have any problems, correct?
6: Well, it could be also sometimes it doesn't show up right away, you mm-hmm. know? So, not sure, but that's and still Russell-
7: good news. How Russell Westbrook got so fast? Because I swear just a few days ago, uh, we were reporting that coronavirus, and he wasn't able to get into the bubble. Now they say he's taking two tests and he's...
6: We also don't know when how long a he. We also don't know how long he had it though, so he could have well, had yeah, it I asked already.
7: That a couple of weeks ago, I asked that question. A couple of weeks, ago. people looked me crazy. I was like, "So what if you're already on the 14th of having it, but on that day you test positive, you still got to quarantine 14 days?" Clearly, but they don't know, right?
6: but you don't know how long you have it. So if you're on the 14th day, you don't know it's the 14th day. You don't know exactly. Or the exactly second day, the day or the first day. You, right? yeah, you don't know what right. day you got it, so it's hard to tell. All right. Now, uh, Donald Trump says that he's planning to bring back these coronavirus updates. They might start again today. Listen to this.
4: We had very successful briefings. I was doing them, and uh, we had a lot of people watching, record numbers watching. In the history of cable television, television, there's never been anything like it. And we were doing very well, and I thought it would be sort of automatic and a lot of a lot of positive things were happening and frankly a lot of the country is doing well a lot of people don't say as you understand but we have had this big flare-up in uh, florida texas a couple of other places and so i think what we're going to do is uh, i'll get involved and we'll start doing briefings this is not a
7: reality show mr we don't care about you get involved Catch your record numbers. What about your record numbers of uh, coronavirus? Okay, all we the American people care about his results.
5: And right now, you stuck in the house in the past four months because of you. Y'all better fix Charlemagne, uh, or, Mike, man. Months. Yeah, Charlemagne, y'all, y'all better going. y'all better fix Charlemagne, Mike, man. It's going in and
6: out, in yeah, and out, in
5: and out. Danny sounds like you're on fast forward and rewind. It's crazy. Yeah, because I'm gonna quit. go back to a minute because this is this Okay, tomorrow, we couldn't even hear you. I don't even know if you said if you're going back. I don't know to what bed, he said. We couldn't hear you.
6: But uh, Trump also right, tweeted a photo of himself wearing I'll wearing a mask.
7: <laughs> Cause I told y'all to fix it. i out.
6: All right. Uh, Donald Trump also tweeted a photo of himself wearing a mask and said we are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. Uh, Governor Cuomo is telling New Yorkers to stop ignoring the rules and cut it out and be safe. Listen to this.
3: To the partyers who come out, I understand the frustration, but I'm telling you it has to stop. And I'm telling you, In plain New York-speak, as a born-and-bred New Yorker, it's stupid what you're doing. We're going to have to roll back the opening plan, and we're going to have to close bars and restaurants.
5: Yeah, I ain't go front. Some of them have been very, very disrespectful. I mean, but I also get it too. I also feel like they've been closed for three, four months. The summer months are are, are their best times where they can make the most amount of money. So they're doing the little things that they usually wouldn't do. You know, the sidewalk cafe that has been crowded. The sidewalk clubs have been crowded. The the day parties and brunch parties have been crowded. But, you know, these people haven't been making money in, in, in four or five months. You know, you got bartenders. You got club owners. You got DJs. You got bartenders. You got bottle girls. You got... The dudes that just pick up the, you know, the, whatever they call, pick up the bottles and bring the, the cold ice and all that. Like, there's a lot of people that survive off of, off of bars and clubs. So, I mean, while they get it, they're trying to get it.
6: All right, here's what else Cuomo said during this briefing.
3: We know enough about this virus to we know that there are inevitable consequences to our actions. If you have congregations of people, uh, they are going to spread the virus. Now... Many of these congregations tend to be young people. It's not just about you. It's about who you could infect and who you could hurt. And it has continued unabated, and it's getting worse. And I am telling you, it is a problem.
5: Yeah, I I get what he's saying, and I've been thinking about this, right? And this is how you know big corporations win. Now, you don't want the small guy who owns the bar and the small guy that owns the nightclub and the small guy that owns the restaurant to open— but yet, you open things up like Disney World, you open up all these water parks, you open up all these zoos, you open up the parks, you allow kids to go to camp, you allow kids to go to school. And although people could say, well, it's not the same, but it is the same, because that's somebody's well-being. So the fact that you allow all these other places where you have huge populations of people coming, the zoo, the parks and all that, you don't allow these smaller clubs to open. You got to be able to do both. You can't say, okay, you could open up the the, the water parks and you could open up Disney World where... Uh, flocks of people go but then you don't open up the small person's club or the small person's restaurant. You, but I you guess it's also
6: space too because if you have a lot of space you can allow a certain number of people to come in and be at say one third of capacity and people can social distance but if you're in a really small club that's a harder thing to do. Have you seen the beach? There's no space there's just tons and tons no, listen, i of I'm people. just, I'm just saying you like know? Disney World I know that they're saying that they're not a, they only allow a certain number of people to come there right?
5: Yeah, that's what they say, but there's still a lot of people. Like, you have a lot of people in line waiting for food. You have a lot of people online waiting to buy clothes. You have a lot of people online waiting for the trolley. Like, there's still a lot of people out there, you know? So it's, and and, and, and not for nothing, Disney World has billions. The guy that owns that small local restaurant that can't do indoor eating doesn't have nowhere near that. So they're really, really suffering, you know?
6: Right. Well, you know, I think, and a lot of people have been doing takeout and they have been allowing people to get drinks to go and all of that. So I know some people have managed to sustain their businesses and some people haven't. I saw they were saying about one third of small businesses in New York will end up closing.
5: Wow. Super duper sad.
6: All right. Well, that is your front page news.
5: All right. Now, when we come back T.I. will be joining us. We'll kick it with T.I., so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now. Yes, sir. (laughs) What's happening?
7: Last week, it was 50 Cent. Now you want to smoke with Lloyds in London. What's happening?
1: (laughs) Man, I'm bored, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I nah. To be honest with you, bro, I think uh, last week I think it was it, it was a fun idea, you know, uh, to to challenge 50s catalog and you know and play 20 play 20 records of mine versus his. That was a fun idea, uh, and uh, I, I just think I think he kind of I think he's reluctant to do so for some reason. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, but. A lot of respect for Fit, that i'm a fan of his music you know if it ever does happen you know what i'm saying i think regardless of the outcome which i i shall be victorious but i think it'll be entertaining for the fans more than anything else now you guys
5: don't have problems people thought you have beef but you guys actually yeah. are in business with each other you guys have shows yeah. that you're on, you know and so it's not problems it's just having a little bit of fun yeah
1: absolutely man i feel like uh um, Fifty and I, man, we have a mutual respect for one another. Than I always have, and you know, uh, it, it, it wasn't personal. You know what I'm saying? It was just, if I ever go head to head with anybody, it's gonna have to be somebody who have, a, let's just say, a robust ego. You dig what I'm saying? It got to be somebody who ain't intimidated by my personality, uh, and I felt like Fifty. Uh, is 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 one of the 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 most monstrosity of uh, ego that you could have. So I just felt that it, it was a it was a proper matchup, and with our professional affiliation, I feel nothing but good can come from it. It,
7: it, it, it seemed like it got a little disrespectful for a second <laughs> when 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 uh, they posted the Crime Stopper commercial, and then uh yeah. I guess Yale saw K Dub uh, in New York.
1: I mean, I don't know. Let's just say uh, the K-Dub and let's just call that uh, uh, a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Let's just call that a coincidence. A timely coincidence. I have no reason to believe that one was directly related to the other. Just a misunderstanding amongst two men or a few men, especially when there's alcohol involved. It's been known to happen. So, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to make too much out of that. We've moved far past that and beyond that. Now, as far as uh, uh, as far as the, the video, I just feel like that's just a strategy of of, of an opponent when you're playing chess across from each other. I don't take no offense to that. Uh, but I still will let the fact uh, uh, be stated. I have never given any information on in, any person to implicate them in any crime ever, whatsoever at all. So that video don't bother me. You get what I'm saying,
7: and, and it shouldn't. Especially, man. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, that young eight-year-old girl got got killed in Atlanta. Right. And yo, it's times like that where we
1: need people to say to speak out and say what's going on. Exceptions are made for exceptional circumstances, in my mm-hmm. I feel like that th- those are exceptional circumstances. It's not like me and you go and rob a bank. I get caught, you get away, and I tell your name. That's different. You just- now, did, did y'all talk at all though? Did you and 50 ever communicate <laughs> on this at all? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, we did. We did. I kind of prepped the gas a little more than he anticipated, I believe. <laughs> <He did. laughs> now, now, you know, T.I., you are a
7: very wise individual. Did you see Boosie say he would have served a full sentence rather than participate in the, in the Crime Stoppers commercial? What, what would be your, what would your advice to him?
1: I have no advice for him. As men, we all have decisions that we have our own decisions to make. And if that's his, I respect that. Mm-hmm. I respect that. If I catch another case, you can see it, you go, you can expect another commercial. I'm just letting you know now. You know, that's why I draw the line. You know what Boom. I'm saying? I ain't that gangster. You dig what I'm saying? I'm not that gangster. I'm not finna tell on you, but if you know what I'm saying, if something happened and and me doing this commercial can get me you Know
5: a favorable outcome. I'm gonna do that every time. Now, for people that don't know what Lloyds of London is, Charlamagne mentioned earlier, explain to people what Lloyds of London is and what they do. For people that
1: don't know, uh, Lloyds of London, uh, they're a financial entity, uh, uh they they are a lending, uh, and and insurance, insurance mm-hmm. yeah, they they insure, you know, weird things like you know, saying they might insure. Uh, opera singers, vocal chords, or they might, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just different things. I believe they insure all of professional sports. They're a $56 billion company, and they got, they started, they became uh, a valuable, lucrative entity, ironically, the day the first ship docked in America from Africa full of slaves. Uh, they lent money to the colonizers to build and buy ships, uh, they insured the cargo, which were our ancestors, um, and you know, if if some of them happened to not make it, well then you know their client merely paid a deductible, and he was uh, uh, he was he was paid in full for his loss of cargo. Uh, and, and of course, as the transatlantic slave trade progressed and evolved over uh, uh, generations, they began to become more and more prosperous. And after the slave trade, you know, they maintained that empire and sustained their success uh, as our people were ripped from our heritage, our, 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 our religion, our language, uh, our native land, and they prospered off of that process uh, and, and be that as it may. And also they've also uh, acknowledged the shameful role that they played in it all and apologized, which is noble. Uh, we do appreciate you holding yourselves accountable and, and acknowledging the role you play. But I don't think, given the severity of, of the nature of, of this, this, this outcome, I don't think that a, an apology will suffice. And I feel like that is why someone needs to be speaking up and directing the course of action uh, to, to somewhere, somewhere realistic, somewhere reasonable,
5: and somewhere effective for us and our people. All right, we got more with T.I. when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with T.I.
6: Yee. So what are some actionable steps you think Lloyds of London should take? Us, the
1: descendants, uh, I believe, are entitled to at least 10% of Lloyds of London, the the, the entity, in perpetuity. Uh, because they built this empire off of the blood, sweat, and tears in the backs of our ancestors, okay? And they're given, you know, and not just slavery. All of the things that come after slavery, you know, whether it's Jim Crow, segregation, even right now, the police brutality and everything that we on deal with. War drugs. War on drugs, everything. All of it. Mass incarceration, all of it. You know what I'm saying? Us being poverty stricken, all of that. Is a result of their participation in the transatlantic slave trade. It's so their empire, you know, their $56.8 billion is all fruit from a poisonous tree. I love it. And, And in addition to us having 10%, if they can lend money surely they can lend uh, a $1 million at 1% interest with no guarantor to every black person who is a descendant of slavery in America. I mean, it's not, it's not far-fetched at all.
7: Robert Smith is doing um, the 2% plan where he wants, you know, corporate America's... He feels like the best way to reverse corporate America's history of structural racism is for big banks and large companies to spend the next 10 years investing 2% of their uh, net, net income, you know, in in the banking and telecom and technology and education and healthcare infrastructure
1: mm-hmm. in the black community. So you you're not you you right there, Tip. That's right. I, I, I like it. I I spoke I spoke to, I spoke to Robert Smith, man. Uh, I let him I let him review the letter before I sent it out. I told him of my plan. Uh, I asked him to surround me with whatever uh, structure or uh, infrastructure that I needed to carry it out from point A to point Z. I also called Puff. I also called Jay-Z. I also called Killer Mike. I also called Tamika Mallory. I'm not just in this on my own, by myself. I, I am enlisting. I also called you, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. I am enlisting the minds and strategies of people who have more information than me, who are smarter than me, who may have a different perspective than me, uh, and who have a different position in the financial uh, uh, structure of, of, of society than me. So is this what reparations looks like to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's the beginning of it. We have to we have to create an economic base. We have uh the value of our spending power, but when we take that dollar and and, and put it outside our community, then it, it's not an economic base at, at that point anymore. And I feel like having equity in companies that have been proving to be financially profitable over the past. Call it four hundred or so years. That's right. So having a percentage in companies like that, I feel, will develop this economic base and allow us to build our communities uh, the way the way we have been in need of for hundreds of years. Has anyone responded
6: yet from Lloyd's of London?
1: No, not yet. Not yet. That's I mean, well, you know, it's over the weekend. I'm sure they they had a pretty busy. Busy weekend on the golf course or whatnot. So, you know, now that it's Monday and they're back in their office, I know they've received it because Forbes uh, published an article about it. And the truth of the matter is, Lords of London, I mean, Lords of London, they
7: put themselves in this situation. I, 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 I guess we respect them for coming forward and admitting yes. their wrongs publicly. But now, what you going to do about that? We need more than just an apology.
1: Right. Absolutely. I think it's only right. I think it's fair. This is a matter of morality. So you've already said that, you know, morally, you're ashamed of the role you played. Mm-hmm. Okay, well now, I'm showing you how to fix it. Let's see how ashamed you are of it. Let's That's see right. if you really mean that, or if it's just lip service, and you're just talking like all the other fancy white men have been doing for the past 400 years to us.
7: How, how you feeling right now, Tip, about the, uh, the, st- the state of the world? Like everything we just went through, the protest, the... The, the, the coronavirus, just everything. What do you think about the state of, of the black community right now?
1: They are definite atrocities, but it's expected. It's the swell. You know what I mean? This this country and our position in this country was founded on violence, intimidation, and fear tactics. You know what I'm saying? So how, So the way you begin a situation is the way it will end. You know what I mean? Until we stand up and do something to stop the atrocities that happen to us they will persist like our children when they go to kindergarten preschool they learn from their curriculum about heroes that were basically made heroes for enslaving our people you will never catch a jewish community sending their children to a school that teaches their children that hitler was a hero never we have to create opportunities for, for for ourselves and our people we have to There are a lot more, there are more black entrepreneurs today than ever before, but unfortunately it's just not enough. You know what I'm saying? And I, so opportunities is a big thing and exposure. Okay. The reason why, uh, black kids are mostly, you know, we, we gravitate toward hip hop. We gravitate toward, uh, basketball, football, uh, baseball. We gravitate towards entertainment because those are the things that we have been exposed to. Correct. So education, opportunities, and exposure, those are the things that plague our communities, and in order to fulfill those things or bring those three things into fruition, we need an economic base.
7: Now, Tip, do you ever say to yourself, man, damn, you, you look around and everything's going on in the world and how p- crazy people getting these white supremacists, these militias, everybody, you ever say, damn, now's a horrible time to not be able to own a gun?
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, I do say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do say that, but luckily for me, man, I have people. I'm surrounded by people who love me, uh, that'll die for me, you know, and not because I'm paying them to, because they know i die for them too. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Absolutely. And 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 they are able to carry guns. So <laughs> you, you dig what I'm saying? So just because I don't have it in my hand, don't mean that motherfucking f- crap. There you go. But you know, I want to touch on something that. That you just spoke on when you spoke about you know the militias and the, the white people going crazy and you know I, to be honest with you, I wanna let everybody know something. This is only happening because they see that their position is dwindling. That's a fact. And the hateful racist whites, their run is over, period. That's right. And I mean, and society as a nobody likes you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got little energy. Nobody likes you. You're not cool and fun and hip to be around. You got no sauce, no drip, no flavor. It's literally food with no flavor. So it's up. And I think it's not a black and white thing. It's a fair and reasonable versus hateful and discriminative
5: thing. All right, well, let's get into a TI mini mix. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was a TI mini mix. TI is still here. Yee.
6: The thoughts about Nick Cannon then and him losing his situation at Viacom CBS. And I see now he's having all these conversations with different people and trying to educate himself on what he said. But I do feel like they prematurely just. Asked him for something that he said without giving him the opportunity to do that and and find out what was so wrong with what he said.
1: I have to really bring myself up to speed specifically with what he said. I understand paraphrasing what what, what, what he said, but I don't I didn't hear it verbatim myself. So I, I just really feel like, you know, if if a mistake was made, then he has to rectify that mistake. But it ain't our job to cancel him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that, man. First of all, let's look at Nick Cannon's career and his and his reputation. Look at how many black people he's put in position and helped and got off of zero. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that has to speak for him. You can't just throw that man. You you got to give him consideration. You must give him consideration, fair and reasonable consideration. We must hold them accountable if necessary, but we can't just discount and discard our people because don't nobody else do their people like that. And in the
7: case of Nick, you know, he made a mistake, but he also apologized for that mistake. But he said the people that
1: came at him the hardest was his own people, his own black people, was mad at him for apologizing. Well, I mean, whether you agree or disagree with the apology, I don't think you take that apology and use it as a reason or well, as justification to to slander or or villainize. Uh, one of our one one of our national treasures. We just you just can't do that.
7: Hey Tip, how did you feel when you saw um, Jada call herself to the principal's office, which is the red table talk? Cause she she called you to the principal's office one time. Yeah,
1: yeah I, think it, I think I think I respect it. Mm-hmm. Man, one thing everybody got to see. I don't care who you are, what you do, how rich you are, how much money you got, where you live, what kind of car you drive. Everybody go through. Shit. Ain't nobody life perfect. Yeah, you know I mean, it's just because we're celebrities. All our in front of y'all face. Y'all get to make mistakes and hide it behind anonymity of being just a regular civilian. We don't have that luxury. So, I don't mind standing in the fire, facing whatever music I gotta face, just because as a man, I don't think God has given me any and everything I need to get through whatever adversities the universe can throw at me. So I ain't got no problem with standing and facing the music. And for her to take that same approach, I felt was admirable. And for Will to sit there, you did, and actually go through it, I felt, you know what I'm saying, was noble and admirable. To they got in far more greater detail than I would have been comfortable
6: giving <laughs> <to>. <laughs> I can't with, even picture T.I. in that position having that conversation.
7: <laughs> I don't think you and your wife, Tip, would say to each other, we ride together, die together, bad marriage for life.
6: I think we've already said
1: it. Uh, uh, y'all, Yo, y'all ain't <laughs> in no bad marriage. <laughs> But now look now nah, nah, not at all. I, I mean we you, look, listen man we first of all about <laughs> us so let's <laughs> 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 no, let <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get that <laughs> <This> <laughs> <by> me for, <laughs> one, for <untrained. laughs> one time, right. let me bask in the glory of that for one moment. <laughs> uh but now, nah, man I think that you know marriage is tough and it's 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 a partnership that you have to work, you have to work through. And divorce is just, you know, kind of like you you throwing your hands up and saying, man, I quit. I can't figure this out. But I think, you know, as I've always heard, man, champions find a way. So if, if, if you believe you've aligned yourself with a champion and you believe you're a champion yourself, ain't no reason why y'all shouldn't be able to find a way. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, it also travels hand in hand with the fact that if a motherfucker ain't happy a motherfucker ain't staying. Right. And if and if each individual in this in this in this partnership ain't waking up every day saying, how can I make them as happy as I wanna make myself? And if you're willing and, and you're invested in that and your partner and you seeing how invested your partner is and making you happy and want you to be happy. And it's that partnership, that give and take, that push and pull is what allows y'all to work through the toughest of time. and I think that is what we, uh, what we saw at that red table. So.
5: Right. Now, being, being a father, we, we seen you uh, said some things that, that hurt your, do- your daughter's heart. How yeah. How's the relationship now, and, and how did you uh, how did you make up?
6: I cried a little watching that episode. I'm not gonna lie. I felt I mean, so bad. I felt really bad for
1: her. I mean, okay, and uh, and that is again. If any father ever finds themselves in a situation similar to that, we now have historically documented an example of how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Sweetheart, if that hurt your feelings, that wasn't my intention. I, I actually spoke about that moment because it was a proud moment for me. I didn't think of you as a young adult who, you know, is beginning her adult life and how that may affect you in, in a public form. I didn't. I thought of you as my baby, my baby girl. And I thought of you as now you're still my baby girl. And I'm proud of that. But all the other people who were presumptuous and jumped to conclusions and got to some weird, freaky, creepy, man, y'all. Cause that ain't never been tip. Tip ain't never rocked like that. So I don't care nothing about what they got to say. Cause they truth ain't our truth.
7: Gotcha. Now, did you did you see the uh, that Asheville, North Carolina agreed to give reparations? I'm going back to the the Lord of London thing. But I did to give reparations to the to the black citizens there.
1: I did. Yes, I did. Uh, and and I think that's noble. I think that's a great start. You know, uh, but but I don't think Asheville. North Carolina, or any city in America, any one individual city in America has enough to to get us what we what we truly need. My goal is to get every black person in America that's a descendant of slavery one million dollars at least. That take about forty four trillion.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's my goal. So I'm working up on forty four trillion. You know what I mean? 10% of Lords of London, we 5.6 billion there. So we're gonna have to, you know, build that and grow it into 44 trillion and everybody get a million bucks. All
6: right.
1: Well tip, I like we, it. We appreciate you for checking in, T.I. tip. And make man, sure you, uh,
6: make sure you tell Tiny a happy belated birthday from us as well.
1: Man, I will, man. We still celebrate, man. Uh we 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 about to head, we about to head somewhere sunny, man. And you know what I'm saying, f up some more. Hey, Amen. Make, sure, make sure
7: y'all check out the Expeditiously
1: Podcast too. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Hey man, thank y'all for all y'all do, man, for the culture and all your contribution, man. I appreciate y'all giving me some time to speak. Uh and sh- go to us-else.org to sign the petition uh for the the, the the Lords of London call to action. If you agree with the message and the intention, go to us or else.org. And, and sign that petition. It's the Breakfast
5: Club. It's T.I. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. it
3: on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah,
6: nah, 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 nah. Well, Kanye West was on Twitter last night, and... Uh, caused a lot of trending topics. It definitely seems like he needs to get some help at this point. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that he wrote, Chris, don't play with me. You and that calm yay are not allowed around my children. Y'all try to lock me up. The saying that her boyfriend, Corey Gambles, who they call calm yay. Uh, Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. I put my life on the line for my children. That North's mother would never sell her sex rape. I think he meant to write tape. Okay. I put my life on my God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy, and that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. Come and get me. This is the exodus, like Pusha said. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. Chris and Kim call me now. Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday yesterday. He said, I love my wife. My family must live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore. NBC locked up Bill Coney.
5: Yeah, he changed it to Cosby calling. later on. Cosby,
6: yeah, Bill Cosby. And then he said, Shia was deposed to do the first Yeezy Gap shoot and he never showed up. Anna her always showed me love, but when I told her I was going to Gap, she looked at me like I was crazy. Then she called back kissing my ass. Then he said, I'm going to focus on the music now. Donda coming this Friday. So I know there was a lot of jokes because that's what social media is, all about the jokes, but seems pretty alarming.
7: Oh, God. Listen, I'm not saying Kanye doesn't need help uh, in regards to his mental health. Hell, we all do. But what it seems like he really needs is a divorce. But just because you're going through something with your woman doesn't mean you're necessarily uh, crazy. Okay, cause what I see is somebody who's already made y'all forget about everything he said Sunday, the Harriet Tubman line, uh his rhetoric on abortion he's made y'all forget about not making the ballot in South Carolina. The man owns your energy, he owns your emotions, he can change your frequency whenever he wants, and y'all give him that power and let's keep in mind you said it just now, ye he's got an album coming out on the 24th. I still think he has Come problems on. though i don't I don't I, I think he has problems
5: I he think he problem right
7: around out right around album time. And yes, I listen, I, I think you're going through a lot too, but I think that a lot has to do more with his marriage than his 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 mental health. But I mean that can affect your mental health as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, that all kinda of seems
6: tied together. But, now Kanye pre- keep in mind,
7: album out July twenty fourth. Okay. Kanye Keep previously that said
6: that he wanted Jay-Z for his running mate while well, he went on with DJ Tantrum. And this is who he said he went to be his vice president.
5: I think Trump will be a great vice president. That'll be my first pick.
2: But we have we have it, we have a running mate right now named Michelle Tidball, who is a Christian
5: pastor out of Wyoming. And you know every black president need a Michelle.
7: We'll drop on the clues bonds for DJ Tantrum uh, on 99 through the box. That's the station that we come on in Charleston. What's so interesting about that, he said that on 99.3 to Box with DJ Tantrum and then went on uh, Z93 with Chris Kalen and said something totally different. That's when he said he wanted Jade Simmons and Jay-Z.
6: Right. Mm. (laughs) Well, he did not make the ballot in South Carolina, just FYI.
7: You know why? Because he didn't even turn in the signatures that he had. He was supposed to turn in the signatures by noon yesterday. He didn't turn them in. Can we all stop covering this campaign like it's real? Can we ignore but he also like has ign-
6: filed in his home state of Illinois.
7: Oh, God. Can we ignore this campaign and stop covering it like it's real, please? Can we ignore it like we ignore the campaigns of all the other independent candidates, the Green Party candidates, the libertarians? Can we please ignore this campaign? It's not real.
6: Now as far as his deal with the Gap Their shares have fallen after Kanye Threatened to walk away from his Yeezy deal Gap stock fell nearly 6% We told you how Gap stock jumped up When he announced his 10 year partnership uh, mm-hmm. With them their, share, their shares soared nearly 19% When that happened Well the stock has lost since uh, half of those gains Since then and now their stock Fell nearly 6%
7: What the album gonna sound like on Friday though Y'all interested? Y'all care? Not really. Uh, is this, uh, this another case that we've seen in recent years of Kanye's antics outside of the music
5: overshadowing the music? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he has problems, but I'm not really interested in the music. I mean, he hasn't doing things to make me excited or hyped to be like, oh, I can't wait for this new Kanye album. I, I used to get like that when Kanye's music came out, but right now it's, it's like I could care less.
7: And the last few times he's dropped projects, this is what he does. He creates these compelling spectacles. Mm-hmm. Then he puts out music, and then he goes away. And everybody acts all concerned when, when he's doing all of this. But, I mean, literally months can go by, and nobody says anything to R about Kanye. It's, it's, a, it's maybe actually album incredible. Time. He,
6: maybe album time is triggering for him.
7: Maybe. You're right. Maybe. Maybe. All and right. Now, Nick Cannon. Can turn your emotions on, off. He can turn your emotions on and off like a light switch. It's actually incredible.
6: All right, now Nick Cannon has teased a new podcast episode that he has with a rabbi after the anti-Semitic comments that he made. And he posted a clip so that you can uh, get an idea of what it's going to sound like. He also said, I made a lot of people mad. And he made people in his own community mad. He made, uh, when he apologized, uh, he made a lot of people in the Jewish community mad. Here is what that clip sounds like.
1: I made a lot of people mad. Your community mad? I made my community mad by apologizing.
0: My poor question for everybody in our community is, is he sincere? Do you or feel whatever. I'm sincere? At this point,
5: yes. I, mean, I don't have a hatred towards any group of people, but specifically
2: Jewish people because I feel there is such a connection. You know what that common hate for the black community comes from and the Jewish community comes from? white supremacy the idea of eugenics and still placed on us today in america and that hitler adopted that's correct
0: from came from america
7: listen i'm all about uh council culture not cancel culture and the reason i believe nick is sincere is because i don't even believe nick knew what the hell he was talking about in the first place.
5: i don't think so either (laughs) I don't think so
7: either. I I, I don't think Nick believed or even knew what he was talking about when he was having that conversation with with Professor Griff. So, you know, once you get more education to a situation, you can change your mind. All right, maybe your your mind was never made up. So I don't believe Nick Cannon is a prejudiced, bigoted person at all. I don't.
6: All right, well, he's out here doing the work, so that's what's important, right?
7: I I know one thing, though. If Nick turns that turban into a yarmulke, you're going too far, Nick. Okay, stop it. You stop. You don't it, gotta man. go. You don't gotta go that far. Okay. <laughs> all right, Nick is, Nick is a very impressionable person. All right, Nick might have on a yarmulke in, in in the next week or so.
6: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne. Yes. give giving that donkey too? You know, this is this is a good segue because we're going to talk about
7: cultural blind spots. There's a person that I could probably call racist and bigoted right now, but I don't think that's necessary. I just think he has a cultural blind spot, and I would like to educate him. That's
5: it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkeys. Donkey, 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 donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey man, <laughs> hit me with the heat.
2: Did she get donkey in the name? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day.
7: The breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the day for Tuesday, July 21st goes to CPAC chairman and Trump advisor, Matt Slap. Now, I want to take this time this morning to discuss with you cultural blind spots. We all have them. Uh, Most of the time we have them because what we think we know about other people is something we haven't experienced. It may be from something... Uh, we read something we saw in media, on TV or film, heard on the radio, just observed in passing. We all make these assumptions about people. And what's dangerous about assumptions assumptions is when a set of assumptions about something becomes co- common knowledge, it forms a stereotype. And some stereotypes are positive. Some are negative. Some are just dangerous. Some are straight up bigoted and prejudiced. For example, you know, um, black men have bigger penises. That's a positive stereotype. Positive stereotype for black men, negative stereotype for the women that believe that, but then find out that's not true. OK, uh, the dumb blonde, you know, the attractive blonde woman. That's stupid as hell. I, I I don't know who reinforced that on TV in your generation, but Kelly Bundy reinforced it in mine. OK, the dumb blonde that was just stupid. All right. Uh, white men not being able to jump. They did a whole movie about it. OK, how about white people not being able to dance, lacking rhythm? OK, may not be a stereotype if it's true, but it's definitely some Caucasians out there who can dance word to Justin Timberlake. All I'm simply saying is stereotypical tropes are a thing. Well, yesterday on Fox News uh, on a show, Harris Faulkner was hosting. Matt Slap was debating with a queen. John Hopkins University professor Wendy Osefo on a clues bomb for Wendy Osefo. Uh, Wendy and I have done mental health discussions before at John Hopkins University. University in Baltimore. Great discussions. Uh, I enjoyed building with her and I'm glad she existed on this panel yesterday because there is a stereotypical trope that black men get labeled often that she corrected. Now, Matt and Wendy were discussing Donald Trump and his interview with Chris Wallace. The discussion turned to Joe Biden and his uh, cognitive skills our lack thereof. And this is when Matt Let his stereotypical trope about a black man fly. Let's hear it and pay attention after you hear it to hear what happened and how Wendy responded.
8: Joe Biden is essentially trying to duck and cover, not have a full campaign, hang out in his house, and none of us are able to really see what he's got. He ought to take an hour and answer all the tough questions, and he ought to release his schedule every day that shows that he's full all day long with events. Instead, we see a speech here, or there he does interviews he did an interview Mm. with a rap star and he couldn't even get through that without a big foible on the you ain't black uh so i think the problem is is joe biden is not running a fully energetic real campaign uh wendy osefo i want to get your response to this what we want
2: to hear is facts. What are you going to do for those individuals who have lost family members due to the pandemic? What are you going to do to ensure that we do not have another issue like George Floyd within our police department? That's what we want to hear. And when, you know, Biden made the comment about African-Americans, that was not a rap star. That was Charlamagne the God, who's a nationally syndicated radio host. You know, I know he's a black man, so you may think he's a rapper, but he's not.
7: Dropping the clues, bombs for Wendy Osefo, oh, again. Then. Thank God for black women. What would Black Panther beat without the Dora Milaje? My God, there, there is something about a black woman getting somebody together on behalf of black people. Because what Wendy did, what Wendy did wasn't for me. That was for us. Okay. Educating Matt Slap in that moment in real time is exactly what needs to happen. Remember last week when I said if Nick Cannon was going to attempt to have a conversation about his assumptions of the Jewish community, he should have it with a Jewish scholar or rabbi, someone from that community who can correct his mistakes when he says something wrong, who can correct him if he says something they deem anti-Semitic. That's what Wendy Oseful was for match Slap in that moment. See, rapper is a stereotypical trope that successful black men get labeled all the time because for whatever reason, when some white people do see us, if they see us at all, they can't see us as anything else. I mean, I'm clearly too short to be labeled a basketball player. So the only way I could be in first class on a flight or on your TV talking to a presidential candidate is because I rap. This happens to me all the time i've seen so many of me these main uh, oh, i know what happens to you and you got confused with drake uh, yeah. i've seen so many of these mainstream white publications label me a rapper i, I i've been on flights and had <laughs> white people ask me you know do i rap do i do music i always reply i'm a proctologist and did i make a fart sound okay i'm serious <clears throat> but i'm not gonna call Matt Slapper racist for what I'm going to just say he has a cultural blind spot. Okay, I can't fault him for what he doesn't know. Plus, I used to really rap back in the day. Nothing serious, but I had a bar or two. And if all black people look alike to him, then hell, maybe we all look like rappers to him.
5: Plus, tell him your rap rap. name, son. Tell him your rap name, son. I don't have a rap name. You had a one. Maybe.
6: Maybe he's just familiar with the song Black Men Don't Cheat. And that's where he knew you from.
7: No, that's not true. My rap name used to be Dizzy Van Winkle. Um, <laughs> you know, and plus, but listen, I love rap. You know, rap music has saved a lot of lives, took a lot of brothers and sisters out of the ghetto, made a lot of brothers and entrepreneurs, and has provided a lot of jobs for a lot of black and brown people. So being referred to as a rap star, I would call that a positive stereotype, but a stereotype nonetheless. And the moral of the story is, contrary to this Caucasian's culturally clueless belief, all black men you see on TV are not rappers and athletes. And you should never assume that. Because, Matt, when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me because that's how it's spelled. Please let Chelsea
5: Handler give Matt slap the biggest hee-haw.
6: Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too
8: much, Dan Menes.
5: Hi, Charlemagne, Thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, Envy, I've seen this happen to you in real time. Yes, or not in real time on video. Somebody Mm -hmm. mistook you for Drake. Yep. I I get the same questions all the time. What team do you play for? uh, No, you never did that. Stop. stop, All the time. Yes, I do. Maybe baseball. You look like
6: Carlos Boozer.
5: Maybe baseball because you're Dominican. Maybe no. I'm six. I'm six foot. I'm six foot. So I get a. uh, What team do you play for? Shut up. Yesterday Mm -hmm. I got. uh, Am I a singer? I got that yesterday. So I get it all the time. Definitely
7: singer. Definitely R and B vibes. Definitely mm-hmm. neo soul.
5: Great, great R and B vibes.
7: Definitely. Great, great, great.
5: Yes. Now, uh, so what is the question? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Well, let's talk stereotypes. You know
7: right. what I'm saying? Uh, we all have cultural blind spots. You know, I'm I'm not I'm really not calling this man Matt Slap racist. I just think that he has a cultural blind spot. He mistook me for a rapper. Uh, it ha- happens to envy all the time. Ye, what have you been mistaken for?
6: Uh. I don't know. I will say yesterday I was with uh, two of my friends, my girlfriends, and we were out here in uh, Mexico and this white fam, this white woman was like, are you guys all related? And I was like, why? We're just here together. But I don't, you know, that happens a lot for a family. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime I go, like if I if I go someplace with my friends, people automatically assume that just because we're all black, we're all related to each other.
7: Oh, got you. Got you. So you get mistaken for a cousin. All right. Angelique gets mistaken for a cousin. Me and Envy get mistaken for rappers. What do y'all get mistaken for? Let's call up here and tell us right now. But I mean, listen, we all have, there's always a stereotypical trope that we, you know, label to people. And sometimes we don't even know that we're being, I don't want to say racist or bigoted because I don't think that's the case. But, you know, sometimes we just don't know we're being offensive.
5: All All right. right. 800-585-1051. All uh, right, let's talk about it when we come back. I, when, and when we come back, I'll tell you how I was mistaken for valet, too. They thought I was valet.
3: I can we'll talk see that.
5: Shut up. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The phone, baby. Call
7: 800-585-1051 to join
1: into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning now. Uh, Charlemagne, you gave Donkey today to who uh,
7: I gave Donkey today to Matt Slap Matt Slap is the CPAC chairman And he's a, a Trump advisor And uh, he was on Fox News yesterday And he, he, he has a cultural blind spot You know he uh, labeled me A stereotypical trope that I think A lot of successful black men Get labeled You know when they don't know what it is That you do They just assume you're a rapper Or in music So he said that I was a rap star that's what he said. And that, and that happens yeah. a lot. That happens in mainstream publications. That happens when I'm on flights. If I'm on flights and I'm in first class, somebody be like, yo, do you rap? Do you do music? And I mean, I don't think um, that's racist per se. I just think it's a cultural blind spot. And I think it it can be offensive if you want it to be.
6: I've had, I've had instances where they see people come up to me and be like, oh, you know, uh, they start having a conversation because they know who I am and other people around will be like, oh, what are you? Are you do you sing? What do you do? So I think that's automatically uh, what they assume. But I think that just has to do with the fact, why do people recognize you?
5: Yeah, I get mistaken for, or they always ask, am I a rapper or am I an athlete? Uh, the other day, in, I think the LA Times <laughs> did an article, and they said I was a, a former rapper. Um, what's the Real Housewives of New Jersey lady that was, uh, she did a porn You know know what I'm talking
7: about?
5: She did a porn. She did a porn.
7: Why the hell would I know that? Why would I I I be watching real Housewives and and crazy porn?
5: Was it Danielle? Danielle Stubb, yes.
6: Yes. Danielle Stubb. How do I know that?
5: (laughs) I don't know. So what happened was, uh, if you don't know, Teresa from Housewives and and her daughter and my daughter used to go to gymnastics together. So we had a little function when we first moved into this neighborhood in my house. And when she came, she gave me her keys and thought I was valet. And was like, can you please park the car for me? She thought I was valet. and what then what you, you do? You took the car. Doesn't matter what I was wearing. I was. I had a jacket <laughs> on because <laughs> I had a I had a, a black blazer on and some dope pants and some some dope shoes. But she. Oh, I'm sure Valley.
0: she, I'm F- sure F- she F- F- was I, like, he could
5: not possibly own his home. She was like, can you please uh, park my car for me? I was like,
6: what? One time mother. we were I'm in the in the Bahamas with Black China, and they kept thinking all the white tourists there thought she was Nicki Minaj, and kept After being fact, like, Nicki Minaj is here, and asking to take pictures with her.
5: I remember that. Did she take the pictures?
6: Yes. (laughs) That's
5: funny. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
6: Yo.
2: Hello? Yo. Yo.
5: What are you mistaken for? Young young MA? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) Who you you get mistaken for?
2: Yeah, my name's Sha. I go by Superstar. But what I was saying, I get stereotypical for because I'm a stud. I dress more dominant like a male. And they love to think that stud lesbian girls saying that we men or like we want to be a man or something and that's not the case like I can't speak for everybody but majority of us don't think that we just like women you know we're more dominant like I go to the women's bathroom and people look at me like they'll walk in and walk out like damn am I in the wrong bathroom and they'll they'll see my breasts and notice that oh yeah she's a female too but that's just something that we get stereotypical in everyday life people call us sir and stuff like that thinking that that's what we want to go by I don't mind it but that just—I know people think like that as a whole in the world, so it's just something I want to speak
7: on. Well, that's not. Yeah, that sounds like everybody's trying to be politically correct, and they don't
5: know what it is that you identify as. That's what that. Or sounds maybe they like, just yeah. don't know. Depending on what she's
2: wearing, they might not know. They might not know. Yeah. <laughs> can, can can probably can, not. Can, you know, but some people just think that anyway. Think that all lesbian studs want to be a man, and that's not the case. Because I don't want to be a man. I'm just more dominant, and I like pretty girls. You know.
5: Okay. No doubt. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking, what have you been mistaken for? Charlemagne was mistaken for a, a mini person that plays football. Uh, Angela Yee was mistaken for uh, what were you mistaken oh, for? What, what, Family. What, what,
7: what we're at, well, we're what we're talking about stereotypical tropes.
5: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like you know
7: we I've been mistaken for a rapper uh, athlete. You know mm-hmm. you've been mistaken for a rapper athlete mm-hmm. valet, mm-hmm. which I can I can totally see. Angela Yee been me. mistaken for a cousin. Family um, <laughs> and, and, and a family, okay. So, yeah, we've all. Is, that, we've a, all is been... that a
6: stereotype? I don't know. Or like, if I'm in a store, people always think I work at the store, and they'll come up to me, and be like, "Excuse me, what type um, do of store is it?" Though?
5: It depends. What type of store is it?
6: Like a department store. If I'm in the mall or something, like I'm not just shopping myself. I don't even have a name tag or anything on. I'm just in the store shopping, and they will always come it, up to me.
5: They do that to me sometimes, too. Oh, oh, When I'm in Home Depot, they be like, excuse me, where can I find... I'm like, look, I don't work here. Yeah, sorry. no one thinks I, I have... work at Home Depot, but. Oh. Uh, anyway, 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it
8: now. I like it I like it I like come on,
2: Call me. And your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking 800 585 1051 some of the stereotypical things you guys have been confused for. All right. Charlemagne, he says Morris Chestnut. Nobody believes him, but uh, he well, no, says no, that no, no, he's a rapper. No. It's, not
7: just, it's not the fact it's Morris Chestnut. It's just that sometimes, you know, people see a handsome black man in first class and they just assume. I'm a leading man in film. You know what I'm saying? Who's a handsome I didn't black man? I, I, I did yeah, who are you traveling
6: woman.
7: with? <laughs> I, did, I do get mistaken <laughs> for Mars Chestnut, but I did That's once get mistaken for a Mars Chestnut look-alike. Like, she actually said to me, are you Mars Chestnut stunt double? And I'm like, damn, don't do that. Just because I'm handsome, don't assume.
5: okay." And I remember when I people used to think
6: you were a Lafayette from True Blood.
5: Never they thought happened. it was R&B singer Joe. They said DMX Never at one time. Trying to think what else did they say. Never happened. <laughs> All right, but let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Morning, fam. Lucky. Morning. Am I lucky or, or your hey, name hi.
4: Lucky? What's up, What's up, Hey, King. Good. Who have you got mistaken for, brother? Because I'm Jamaican, they automatically think I smoke weed. Do you? Do okay. You? Uh, no, I don't smoke. I don't believe Okay. You. No, I don't smoke because I remember one time my, my father caught my little cousin smoking.
2: And the ass whooping he got, nah, I said it ain't worth it.
6: True. Okay. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Chanel.
5: Hey, Chanel. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
5: What have you been, who, who have you been mistaken
2: for or what? I've been mistaken for a white person. Okay. And are you white? I'm not. <laughs> no, oh, I'm not white at all. I'm a black girl.
7: Okay. okay. So why did they mistake but... you for white?
2: So it's my voice. Every time I used, well, first it was when I used to work at Chick-fil-A. So I used to work at Chick-fil-A and through the intercom, it didn't matter if it was a white person, especially black people. When they got up to the window, they would tell me, oh, I, oh, I thought you were a white girl. I'm like, uh, no, ma'am, that's not the case at all. I am definitely wow. a black girl. You um, can what phone, race you are at Chick-fil-A. Say that again.
7: I said, who cares what race you are at Chick-fil-A? All I wanted that number thank one. Thank you. Jesus Christ.
2: Thank you.
5: All right. Well, thank you.
2: So also, oh, you oh, go, go ahead. ahead.
5: What else?
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I work at a call center. And over the phone, even uh, people would point it out over the phone. And I thought that was, like, really one of the racist things you could do over the phone. You don't know me. You don't even see me. Why yeah, you it, can't tell. you white, though. People Let me always say, oh, my God. You talk white. But, what is that say, mean? Oh, my yeah. God.
7: Oh my, oh, my God, like. Let me hear you say that.
5: Oh, my God, like. Oh, she does yeah. sound white. I definitely oh, heard the Becky, oh, oh, heard the
6: Becky well, you on your breath, you told her to say boo. something super white. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I,
5: heard, I, heard, I heard the Becky on your breath, boo. All <laughs> yeah, right. What
6: Thank what's, what's you. What's the
4: moral of the story? oh uh, There what? we go. I see that Now you go,
5: Karen. you go, Karen. Karen. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. What's the moral of the story, guys? If there is a moral,
7: the moral of the story is stereotypical tropes are are, are wrong, and you know you can't make. You don't want to assume anything about anybody because when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me.
5: That's how you spell it. All right. Now we got rumors on the way. Ye.
6: Yes. Let's talk about a trading card that just sold for one point eight four five million dollars at an auction over the weekend.
7: All right. All right we'll get to that somewhere next. right now. Gary
5: Vee is somewhere right now saying, I told you so!
7: I told yeah. y'all! I told y'all! Like Boosie Daughter.
5: <laughs> All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk logic.
0: It's about time. What's going on?
7: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
6: Yes, well, we told you that Logic has retired. Well, he also announced the birth of his son uh, as well. And in addition to that, he's now signed exclusively to Twitch once he puts out this last album, No Pressure. So he's going to be going live actually tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, and he'll be premiering that album ahead of its release on July 24th. So if you're a big fan of Logic, you can tune in. But that deal at Twitch is said to be a seven-figure deal, so he'll be exclusively Hmm. on there.
7: Why do rappers lie about retiring? Like, why do we buy into that lie about rappers retiring? Like, what rapper has re- said they're retiring and actually
5: retired? Zero. None. But it, it, it'll be a, a dope platform if he only releases his music on Twitch and people, his fans, have to go there. That that would change the game.
6: Sometimes rappers so. retire to get out of their deals, too. They'll be like, I'm retiring.
5: <laughs> yeah,
7: but then when they come back, they still owe the label. They, they still own the nice. label, yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, if he signed to Twitch exclusively, I don't know how that's going to work. So, with when it comes well, to then, music... I'm-
7: I think those Twitch deals are different, though. Those Twitch deals are just like uh, platforms, like being exclusive to a a platform to, like, premiere your music and stuff because academics has a a deal with Twitch, if I'm not mistaken. That's why I can be on Twitter. All right.
6: Well, Instagram is going to be launching a new service that that will be competing with TikTok. So, you know, as everybody's talking about how we might not be able to use TikTok anymore, you know Instagram's already been seeing all the success of it. So now that's uh, something that's going to be coming up in the following weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. Birdman and Lil Wayne, they might be doing a Like Father Like Son Part 2. That album is on the way, according to Young Money Radio. Listen to their interaction.
2: Hey, Moolah, I got
0: one thing I want to ask. Bro.
2: What's good? I would like to do a Father Son 2.
1: Come on, man. You, that was not a question.
2: Bro talk, say less.
1: Bro. Man, come on, man. You know I can say. You
0: six judges, you, you got do them number, put your <laughs> verses to him. You already know how I do, man. <laughs>
2: I'm done rapping. Rapping ain't for me no more. I like to make rappers. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, you have been doing it.
2: Real rap, so yeah. I just
0: wanted to just be my little
7: farewell
6: thing. I want to go out how Say that. Say that. Would y'all be I here
7: for that, bur- Uh, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I, I I definitely would check it out. I wonder what got Birdman to the point where he don't want to rap no more. Like I wonder, you know, because he I mean he is older, but I mean I wonder what, what what finally kicked in to make him say, you know what, I don't want to spit no more. I
5: just wanna. He probably just he probably He's had boss. more success finding these these younger artists and and, and breaking these younger artists.
7: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's good to know when it's when it's time to hang it up. But I just want to know, you know, what got him to that, that that point.
6: All right. Now, LeBron, his trading card sold for $1.845 million at auction over the weekend. It was a rare LeBron James trading card, according to the NBA. It features him during his 2003-2004 rookie season at hometown team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it's a, it's the most expensive basketball card ever purchased. So they said it was one of only 23 produced. And it had a 9.5 mint gem condition grading. And it also had a piece of James's Cavaliers jersey as well. Bidding started at Hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and sold for
7: one point four five million. Gary V is somewhere gloating right now, saying I tried to tell y'all. Gary, he texted yeah. me. He texted me like a week ago and he told me that the LeBron James rookie was worth four hundred thousand, but just sold for like a million. He was like, can you imagine the investment?
6: <laughs> All right, yeah. now Drake. Three months ago, <laughs>
7: three months ago it was four hundred thousand. Yep.
6: Drake is on a freestyle called Only You. It's a UK rapper, Hetty One. And listen to this. People are saying he's taking shots at Pusha T and Kanye West.
2: Don't
1: make me have to rise my rifle Man try send some young boys for me Don't make me have to ride by high school Yes you
5: man been dropping lately Don't make me have to fly my iTunes So much people buy into my hype Don't make me have to buy my hype too Dealt with a big homie already Don't make me have to side by side you Enough times he tried to hide behind you Amnesia
1: but when I remind you I'm touching road and I can't find you Word to the M.O.B. I'm tied to I'm giving up when I decide to Chief
7: I don't know who you taking shots at But um, it's off beat And um, he, Drake needs a break Drake been putting out a lot of mid this year. His album might be different, but he's put out a lot of music this year, and it doesn't have that excitement it once had, and I'm wondering why. I'm wondering, if, is it because, like, outside of Tootsie Slide, he hasn't put out anything that's his, or is it because the music just not slapping
5: like it used to? I wonder what it is. No, nah, well, they messed with the Demons record, which is his record off his album. and I mean, he's not on it by himself, but they messed with that record. You got a couple that they, they mess with, but that I just think ten year-
7: Yeah, 10 years of dominance, you're going to have a moment where you put out stuff that's like, eh, happens to all the greats, if you're around long enough.
6: All right, and Lifetime has released the surviving Jeffrey Epstein trailer, and here's what it sounds like. It's going to be airing on August 9th and 10th on, on Lifetime. Being abused by Jeffrey Epstein is a life sentence. I was. A human baton passed from one person to another. Elon
8: knew exactly how to pull you in. She told me just do whatever he
4: wants. He was enjoying violating me. There were thousands of victims. He definitely had the control. I'm
2: going to fight back.
6: So there's eight survivors, and they are the narrators of the film, and they talk about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and their teenage years, and they're speaking up for thousands of sexual abuse survivors.
7: I was thinking about that yesterday. I was on. The, I was. Was I on the phone? Somebody? Yeah, I was on the phone with one of my my my, my homegirls, and she was. Saying something about the doc, the, the, I don't know if she saw early. Is there something on Netflix there, Larry? Uh, Jeffrey, you ever seen Doc on Netflix as well? Yeah, it's, it's yes, like four or five episodes.
5: I have seen it. Mm-hmm. I watched it. And she, and, mm-hmm. and, and she was episode.
7: asking me. She was asking me. She was like, "What happened to the women? Like, think about it, all the women that was on that island. Like, where are they? Like they, spoke to a lot, they, they spoke Girls to a lot of the women on that
5: documentary in the last on those four okay. episodes. They spoke to a lot of them and they said, you know, why they did it. And some of them were even charged and they talked about their experience and how he, you know, he was a predator and how he used to give them, give them money. So they wanted to continue to do it because a lot of them just didn't have the money. So he, they, they talk about Got all that. Okay.
6: Yeah. So for people who are like, look, we need to hear these stories, you will be able to definitely hear them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee and that's your rumor report
5: all right thank you miss ye now um shout out to revolt we'll see you tomorrow everybody else the people's Choice mixes up next shout out to CC Sabathia. of course play uh, retired played for the Yankees uh today is his birthday so happy birthday to CC and you know he's from the bay Area so let's start the mix off in the bay all right it's the breakfast club good morning
0: 100,000 for the Spain to be in my domain all the model. Ooh, drop $3 on the rain, cause I've been in trouble I was in the trap, circle real Ain't been the same fence Ooh, $100 for the cheap Morning,
5: everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne ThaGa. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to T.I. for joining us this morning. Salute the Tip, man. I like what Tip's I like what Tip's
7: doing. You know, by putting pressure on Lords of London, any co- corporation that benefited off the slave industry and was built by slaves and admitted that, like Lords of London did, definitely need to be kicking out some cash to the black community. It's only right. Right.
6: Can't wait to hear the response and what their plan of action is.
5: Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, what, now you, you got. Don't, fo- don't, don't
7: don't don't apologize if you're not really about to do something.
5: Absolutely. Now, what you got going on tonight, E?
6: Well, you know, every Tuesday I have my Motown countdown show, and tonight's a really special one. We're actually honoring Andre Harrell tonight, so we're going to talk about Andre's top five influence songs, and it's people that really know him and were there from the beginning on this panel tonight. Albie Shore is on, O'Neal McKnight who is an artist and his cousin, uh, Nelson George, and Jay Love. So make sure y'all tune in tonight on Fox Soul so you can hear this very special toast to Mr. Champagne and Bubbles, Andre Harrell. God,
5: God bless Andre Harrell. Long live Andre Harrell, man. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when we come back, we got the positive note So Don't Move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note?
7: Yes, man. Uh, I just want to let y'all know that loving others is easy when you love and accept yourself, okay? Uh, repeat this after me, people. My heart is open. I allow my love to flow freely. I love myself, I love others, and others love me. Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?
2: Yo, B. They...